Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk 770 AM 92.5 FM WVNN. Listen, this is this is the, the biggest channel for news talk in North Alabama, and this show is now becoming one of the biggest shows across the afternoons in North Alabama right here, Right Side Radio. Like the man said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Loving the fact that I've got an audience full of right side ruffians. Loving it. And, and, and folks who identify with what we're talking about. And like I said in my opening monologue today, which, by the way, if you ever, if you ever miss a piece and you want to go back and recoup, by usually mid-morning of the next day, we've got everything posted at rightsideradio.org. You can listen to it in podcast form. But like I said today, what we're doing here is technically preaching to the choir. I know that I've got an audience that I learn from. I've got an audience that I gained from, and I'm hoping I'm giving something back to you in the same way. We've got to preach to the choir, if you know what I mean. We've got to encourage one another you know, to do those things that are necessary. We've got to encourage one another, and, and all the more so as we see you know, the, the times forming in front of us. And so what I'm saying here, folks, is I, I know what kind of audience I've got. And I'm sure that there are some left-leaning and some Democrats who listen once in a while by and large, though, I know that I've got an audience full of right-side ruffians, people who are going to say, not on my watch, people who want to know, that's happening? Or, or how would I phrase that? Or, or what, if someone asked me a question, how would I deal with it? Or, you know, whatever. That's what this is for. This, this whole platform, this right-side radio, is so we can equip you, empower you, entertain you, and, and get you out there just to make sure the world knows conservatives have a voice. So listen, I was talking before the, the break about this Anti-Defamation League, this liberal progressive organization that now has a, uh, I don't know how much. You know what? We need to find out. How big is the contract with the Huntsville City School Systems for the Anti-Defamation? We have a right to know, don't we? It's a public contract. And the Anti-Defamation League has supplied this amazing curriculum called No Place for Hate. And before the break, I was telling you that I'm looking at the handbook, which is now hung on my website. You can find it. Go to my website, rightsideradio.org, and just click the button, and there it is. And it's got, it's got documents that were prepared to help parents in Mountain Brook fight back against this same thing. And it's also got the document that I'm holding in my hands right now. The Anti-Defamation League's 2021 Coordinator Handbook for No Place for Hate, paid for with your tax dollars to be infiltrating every aspect of the Huntsville City School Systems K-12. So the last place I left off after I talked about all the things that it, it, it discusses about LGBTQ inclusivity and equity versus equality and gender bending and uh, using the pronouns that the child wants, even if they don't match the English language and, you know, and not telling the parents. Did you see that part? I, th- I think hey, Copper, you know, we laughed a minute ago about the Z and her and all that. I think the part that maybe makes me the maddest the more I think about it is that part that I read where it said, don't communicate it back to the home because mm. it may be something they want to keep secret from their parents. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a mess right there if you get down to it. It's alarming because what you're teaching is that the kid shouldn't communicate with their parents. Absolutely. And, it, and you're also, if you get down to it, you're also encouraging parents not to be honest with the parents. I mean, you're encouraging teachers, I'm sorry, not to be honest with the parents. And, 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 and not only the kids, but we, we entrust our children to these schools if we're going to believe that it's okay to teach the teachers not to communicate honestly with the parents, then why should we trust them with our kids in the first place? All right. 
Page 34 of the handbook for No Place for Hate has a thing called the Pyramid of Hate. It's their means of teaching the different levels of what they call hate. They, they encourage you to stop it where you see it. I get that. They use an illustrative form here, but what happens is in the, in the uh, Pyramid of Hate is they have different categories. It starts at the very bottom with biased attitudes. It moves up to acts of bias. Then it goes to systemic discrimination. Then bias-motivated violence. And then genocide. All right. Within acts of bias are things like non-inclusive language, insensitive remarks, microaggressions, biased and belittling jokes, cultural appropriation, social avoidance, and or exclusion. All right. Some of those I get. Some of those I look at and go, what? And then you look at the next one, just up in the pyramid of hate, systemic discrimination, things like criminal justice disparities, inequitable school resource distributions, housing segregation, inequitable employment opportunities, wage disparities, voter restrictions and repression, unequal media representation. This is in your school system. This is in your school system, put together by a group, by the way, that has already said on their own website, Anti-Defamation League's website, their definition of racism is a construct of white privilege. All right, I'm flipping through the pages. What else do I see? I'm towards the back of the document now. Oh, I mean, there's, there's a whole, there's literally a survey they, 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 they suggest the teachers take, you know, checking the boxes. The boxes, your choices are, we haven't thought about this, we need to work on this, or we do this well. One of them is, do your school's symbols and signs and mascots and insignias reflect diversity and inclusion? Well, I graduated from Grissom High School. We were the Grissom Tigers. I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, was it a male tiger or was it a female tiger? I don't know. Maybe it was a gender neutral tiger. It was a Z tiger. Um, what the heck? All right, so uh, then we go on down to, what have I got else? Anything else highlighted in here? What I'm trying to tell you is this document is comprehensive. They got a whole list of resources that they recommend for you. They got all the hot links so you can go check them out. I think you'll be amazed when you go to some of those to see the lesson plans they put together for things like gender fluidity. And then the one thing that's also very disappointing at the very end, on the very last page, inside cover, no place for hate is made possible by a generous support from the Coca-Cola Foundation. There you go. Woca-Cola. I've been a Coca-Cola fan all my life. I collect Coca-Cola memorabilia. I've got a Coke bottle sitting on my shelf from Afghanistan right now. Coca-Cola providing a grant to put No Place for Hate together in a curriculum format, I assume paid for by your tax dollars. I don't know. Maybe they got it in there for free. But all said and done, folks, this is in the Huntsville City School Systems, and it needs to not be there. And parents and taxpayers, I hope you're mad. And I hope you'll go to my website, rightsideradio.org, and just look at it. Just look at it yourself. See if the things that I listed for you uh, hit you the same way. Not the least of which is the one Copper and I were just talking about. The fact that on one page, it literally encourages teachers to change the pronouns that are used when referring to kids in accordance with their own gender identity. And that's on page, nope, not that page, that's social justice. What was the page it was on? That's on page, oh, uh, 24. And at the bottom of page 24, it encourages the teachers not to tell the kids' parents because it may be something they don't want to communicate to the home. Keeping secrets with kids away from their parents. Folks, this is concerning, and this is in your school system. Hey, listen, we got a little time here, and I'm going to go open up the phone lines. If you want to call in and talk about this, 
494-9866. I don't care where you live. If you want to call in and talk about the fact that woke curriculum is being used in our public schools, like I just described to you, or ask a question about it, uh, give me a call, 866-494-9866. I'll also go ahead and tell you this. We spent some time unpacking Afghanistan, and I'm going to touch back on a couple of things that I just saw happen in the news uh, that I think are important. Uh, but, uh, but, but if you want to talk about those two topics, then I am, I'm going to open the phone lines up right now. 866-494-9866. Phones are already ringing. I can tell. Uh, I do have one right on the, I, I tell you what, copper, if we're ready, I'll go ahead and take line one. Uh, that's a, uh, well, nope, we're still ringing. Give her, give her a second. Got to answer those phones. 866-494-9866. How do you feel about the fact that woke curriculum is in your school systems right now? They say critical race theory is not out there, but yet we got a document right here that I just read to you by an organization that says their definition of racism involves a construct of white privilege. So, Copper, if we can, I want to go to line one and get CJ from Athens. CJ from Athens, uh, appreciate you calling to Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here. What, what you got? Hey, this is PJ from Athens. Oh, sorry, PJ. How you doing? It's all good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm well, sir. What can I do for you? What you got? Well, we spent a number of years, my wife and family and me, serving in South America as missionaries, and every other year we had to go through a qualification uh, to make sure that we were understanding the signs of abuse to children and other people to not only make ourselves aware of signs of abuse, but to make sure that we were protecting their kids from being abused. And one of those things in there was talking about keeping secrets and keeping secrets from parents is one of the most destructive things that can happen in a relationship. And man, when you said that about page 24, I was just like blown away thinking, yeah, our school system is allowing kids to keep secrets from their parents. These should be places where kids not only learn, but are encouraged to enrich their lives and their relationships to their parents. I, I totally agree. Man, CJ, what great comments. By the way, thank you for your service for the kingdom and uh, what you did uh, in, in a foreign land. Um, so let me ask you this, uh, CJ. So uh, in, in doing that, did you, um, in, in looking at signs of, of, of abuse, and by the way, I used to work with abused kids. Um, I mean, it's important that they're able to, to relate uh, to their teachers and maybe find a safe opportunity to, to, to you know, get refuge or, or to seek help. Um, but did you, did you, I mean, anti-bullying, I guess, is also an important thing. I think I've, I've been very supportive as a state senator of anti-bullying, but did you ever have curriculum that took you down lanes like this that went way beyond just anti-bullying or, or protection from abuse? No, not like this, not in this format. It was yeah. more to protect our own kids and to be aware of what was happening in our own kids' lives as they interacted with other people when they weren't around us. Granted, we had them all the time, and we allowed them to go to a local school uh, up in the mountains of Columbia as we were serving uh, a local indigenous group. And it was awesome. We would interact with our kids, make sure that they were being well-educated, and we would supplement where they couldn't get enough from their teacher there. Uh, but we were always aware of what was happening with our kids. But I, can't only, I can only imagine what happens to kids that are what I would consider institutionalized on a grand scale for many hours of the day out of their parents' oversight, and uh, it just scares me to death to think of what could be happening. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, great comments, CJ. Thanks for listening in from Athens, and uh, we appreciate you being part of the audience. And, and again, thank you for, uh, for your own service. Hey, listen, folks, we're going to move into a short break. It's that time again, but we're going to come back in a minute, and I'm going to keep the phone lines open. 866-494-9866. How do you feel about this woke curriculum that I just finished reading out in great detail to you that is in the Huntsville City School System? I don't care where you live. How do you feel about it? And if you want to also talk about Afghanistan, I'll be glad to do that, too, because we spent so much time on it here in the last couple of days. 866-494-9866, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, Hey, listen, we'll go right back to the phones. I've got somebody who held on uh, through the break, and I want to thank David from Huntsville for hanging on. Uh, David, Phil Williams here on Right Side Radio. What you got? Yeah, well, um, I'm a teacher in Huntsville City Schools, and um, for what it's worth, I at least for the school that I'm at, um, they have not specifically told us that we need to be bringing up all that, you know, they're the things that you spoke about. Um, they have been saying that there's almost nothing. There's there's no way for us to, I guess, voice um, disagreements on the policies. If it's, you know, and I, I don't care what a child believes, um, but you know, I, I'll, I'll teach them regardless. Um, however, you know, for example, like the bathroom issue or the locker room issue, that's something that they say let them go wherever they want, and there's pretty much nothing that we can do about it due to liability reasons. Well, and I, and I appreciate that. And, and David, I'm not going to ask you where you teach or anything else because I don't want to put you on that kind of spot. But let me just ask you this. Was there, was there uh, training uh, for the, um, this um, ADL, No Place for Hate uh, material with the handbook that I'm talking about? Did you all have to go through a training session or what? I mean, that, not specifically, which means it might not be as, you know, um, widespread as, you know, as it could be. Um, I know that no, I know that we've been using no place for hate for a while. Um, and you know, we do, we go through different bullying training, that type of thing, which I think is appropriate, you know, obviously, sure. uh, cause you know, no one would be approving of bullying, uh, but not specifically of the material that you're speaking of. Well, that, that, that's encouraging to hear on the one hand. And, and I have a family member uh, who previously taught in the Huntsville City School System and, and said somewhat the same thing, that she was surprised when I told her some of the things that were in it. But she also said, like you, she's going to teach her kids, um, you know, right. as, as it comes down to it. And, and that's what y'all are there for, to teach them the things that you're assigned to teach them. And, and you know, and God bless you for doing it. I, I just I question yeah. why this handbook is even there or whether or not tax dollars were used to pay for it. Do you have any idea? I, I, I'm sure that... It has a lot to do with the um, when the school system was um, was the desegregation order. I'm sorry. So because of the fact that there's a little bit more government um, involvement, I have a feeling that there's at least on the. I, I think as far as teachers go, there's not as much. There's probably a lot of varying opinion on it, but I know in the upper leadership that it, it probably leans heavily to the left, and some of that is just because of how much the government is in you know, in Huntsville City Schools due to the deconsent or the and, um, and, and desegregation order. 
and that's probably true. That's You're right. There, there, there may be a maybe sort of a, a a modern sense of having to sort of stay ahead of the game, if you will, because of that that previous consent order. Hey, listen, David, exactly. thank you for calling in on that, and I'm encouraged to hear from somebody who's uh, boots on the ground that it's not being uh, put out in the manner in full, at least in your school anyway, uh, as like I read it. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, David. Let's let's uh, and thank you for uh, for being out there on the front lines teaching our kids. That's David from Huntsville. Hey, listen, folks, uh, and David, by the way, I would just encourage you, go get a copy of it off my website, rightsideradio.org, and see if the things that I said in there are things that would uh, curl your hair if you knew that you were supposed to uh, do everything in that handbook. All right, folks, we're short break. We're going to come back here in a minute. I'm going to tell you some things that we just heard about Afghanistan, like something news that just broke in the last 20 minutes. It's actually pretty sad. Uh, we've got plenty more where that came from, and I'll leave the phone lines open, 866-494-9866, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. And if you find yourself driving outside of the listening area, which is pretty big, by the way, it covers most of North Alabama, Southern Tennessee, listen, you can pick us up anywhere. Stream us online. Just go to rightsideradio.org and click Listen Live. And I don't care where you is at that point, you got us, all right? So Right Side Radio is yours to have for the taking as soon as you just click on Listen Live on the website. Hey, just uh, let's let you know real quickly, um, I've got my friends at Otter Creek Farm, and they are amazing. Uh, thank you to Frank and Jane for your years of friendship, and, and what they do out there is is beyond the norm, all right? Otter Creek Farm is, is a wing shooting destination. It's a wedding destination. If you want to get married in beautiful grounds where you can see the sun setting in the distance as you in the pavilion by the lake, you know, you got the, 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 the beautiful facilities with the chefs right there will cook for you. You can have the reception on site. I mean, Otter Creek Farm is more than just a wing shooting destination. It's a destination, period. You can have corporate retreats there. You can, you can go out there for a day of a hunt. You'll find out pretty quickly when you look at their website, ottercreekfarmstead.com. Find out real quickly when you look at it why Donald Trump Jr. chose to stay there recently or for that matter, why it was featured in Garden and Gun magazine. Check them out, Otter Creek Farm. It's ottercreekfarmstead.com is the website. Hey, listen, so I, I told you that I had some news, and I'm leaving the phone lines open. If you want to call in, 866-494-9866. I want to thank David from Huntsville, who is a teacher somewhere in the system, who said that the, um, the curriculum I've been talking about uh, by um, the Anti-Defamation League, despite all of the things that are in that handbook, he said that he's not seen most of that pushed in his uh, uh, his realm. And so I'm hoping that's true. Now we have 37 schools in the Huntsville city school system, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and the fact is it is still in the curriculum. All right. So I'm encouraging teachers, parents, and others to look at it and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is that? And why do we have it? If you want to talk about that, call in 866-494-9866. I'll also encourage you, uh, if you want to call in and talk about Afghanistan, I'll take those calls. Uh, just got some news here in the last uh, 25 minutes. You've probably seen the videos by now. Really, really upsetting. I mean, the, the thing that, that got me the most in all of this, that really set my emotions on edge yesterday morning, early, early in the morning, was a video of um, civilians, Afghans, 
trying to catch hold of the side of a C-17 Globemaster aircraft, um, you know, one of our big, huge cargo craft. And, um, and they were running, there were thousands of them on the airstrip, hundreds of them running alongside the plane itself, many of them grabbing hold of the plane in desperation to get out of the country, thinking if they grabbed the plane, I don't know what they thought. Did they think they were going to open the door in mid-flight and let them in? I don't know. But then the videos went on and showed them falling to their deaths from the plane. Well, they just said that uh, that same C-17 um, landed uh, at its next destination and that human remains were found inside the wheel wells um, of the plane. So there were people, I knew there were, who were riding the, uh, the landing gear, and as it, as it went up, uh, they went up with it. And the idea that you can hide in that is, is there, there's, first of all, you're going to lack oxygen at altitude. You're going to lack any kind of um, uh, thermal properties to keep you warm because it gets extremely cold in there. Uh, or for that matter, you might just get crushed by the uh, mechanism of the, of the landing gear. And they did indeed find um, human remains uh, inside of the wheel well of the C-17. Uh, very sad. Um, but it's also a part of the overall... Uh, desperation, and for that matter, the complete debacle, the, the complete, the complete and utter and chaos that has been generated by the lack of policy put in place by the Biden administration. Here's the other thing, though. Uh, just, just during the break, quickly watching um, a little bit on Fox, and then went and researched it myself online. You know, I said earlier in the show, hey, where is Vice President Kamala Harris? Has anybody heard from her? Do we know if she's still around? The last time we saw her face was literally in that weird picture of President Biden at Camp David, who is um, sitting there at a table by himself, a big table, and, and watching a screen. And you can see Kamala Harris, uh, Vice President Harris, on the screen, uh, basically at the Naval Observatory, which is the home of the Vice President. Well, where is she? Well, Jesse Waters a moment ago on The Five on Fox just said, he, basically they're agreeing, she's nowheresville right now. She is nowhere to be seen. And, and so she, she's got three choices in his opinion, three things that could happen here. Number one is she's the good, dutiful vice president. She comes out and supports Joe Biden and says, it was Trump's fault, and I stand with the president, and these are our policies, and these are our positions. That's number one. Number two, she could let her people do a little bit of a leak to the media. Well, you know, we had concerns, and we tried to register those, and he didn't receive them very well. And as the vice president, it was not my right to go ahead and step in the way. She could do that. Support, she could leak. Or, number three, Jesse said, and I thought this was pretty neat. This is pretty solid. She could just be silent, not say a word about it, try to lay low for about a month, and then make sure she gets a photo op soon thereafter, hugging Afghan women as we bring them back to the United States. You know? So there's Kamala Harris, the, uh, the champion of women's rights and the hashtag MeToo movement. And, um, and she is nowhere to be found right now as vice president. What's she going to do? Support the president, leak on the president, or stay silent and then try to pose for something later on? Hey, we got a caller. By the way, the lines are open, 866-494-9866. Two topics I'm asking you to call in on are either Afghanistan or woke curriculum in public schools. And right now i got Dan from Madison on line four. Dan from Madison talking about Afghanistan. Phil Williams here. How you doing? Very well. Well, as you can see, this is what you get when you get a leader that, that can't lead the country. On so many topics, there's so many things that are going wrong right now. And what's going on in Afghanistan is just the cherry on top. And the reason why Kamala Harris is not saying a word, she's laying low because 
Joe's going to be kicked out of office. They're going to get him out. He's not fit to be the leader. And you're going to get a lady that can't even win her primary. Okay, she dropped out the first week of the primary. She is dysfunctional. We are in major trouble. Please, God, Donald Trump, please come back. Wow. Hey, Dan, hey, thanks for that. And uh, so, Dan, what's your theory about uh, you, you think that the that the president is on his way out? Are you thinking that in terms of uh, not running for office again? Or are you saying you think no. that he's going to be out before his term is finished? Uh, before his term is finished. Look at look at the way things are going. The border, which you don't hear much about it, of course, because and I watch the other shows, my friend, and it's all fluff. It's fluff. And they don't talk about it. All right. So if they were just to talk about maybe. 25% of it, he'd be out of the office by now. What's going on over the border, Afghanistan, inflation, you name it, his son, you name it. He's a, he's a, he's a walking car wreck, a car wreck. That's what's going on, and that's what's going to happen. They're going to kick him out of office, and this lady's going to come in. Boy, you think Hillary was bad. She's going to be like the Gestapo. She's going to be putting the thumb right on top of your head and pushing you down, my friend. Well, and you know what? I, 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 we'll, we'll wait and watch, brother. I don't know. I mean, it may very well be. I can't help but think that the Democrats are thinking that he is now their biggest liability, and yet he's the top of their ticket. And, and, and hey, by the way, Dan, thanks for the call, uh, calling in from Madison. You sound like a right-side ruffian. We appreciate you being in the audience. Hey, listen, folks, you want to call in, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. Nine eight six six. Call in. Tell me what you think about Afghanistan and what's going on over there, or tell me what you think about woke curriculum in public schools. We've been we've been unpacking both those topics today, along with a few other things. I got I got paper on my table right here. I didn't even get to, but but to Dan's point, by the way, a minute ago he mentioned the southern border. So the lovely Charlene, who feeds me information uh, quite often, Charlene sent me something earlier that was a, a, a basically a screenshot off of a, a news broadcast. They talked about how little the network uh, news sites have been covering the border. And, and in the month of July, we're August now, so the month of July, apparently NBC Nightly News spent a total of 3 minutes and 43 seconds on it. Uh-huh. And then ABC World News spent 37 seconds total, and CBS had zero time on the border crisis. That tells you a lot right there. The very idea that they've got nothing to say and that the most one of those networks would come up with in an entire month was 3 minutes and 43 seconds. All right, 866-494-9866. 866-494-9866. If you want to call in and talk about Afghanistan or talk about woke curriculum, I see I've got somebody on line 5. Is it Dennis or Denise? Uh, I believe it's Dennis on line 5 from Madison. Uh, what you got, man? How are you? Hey, how are you doing? This is the first time I've called you. Uh, appreciate uh, the direction that you're going, and I really hope that the uh, Huntsville-Madison market supports you in your endeavors in this radio program. Well, thank what you, my I friend. I appreciate that. You, what I want to talk to you is I'm a former regular Army officer, and I'm really I, I, disappointed is not the word. It's much more intense about our senior military leadership. They've, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to plan. We've got a woke community in the senior leadership command. They're looking out for their next position instead of what is good for the soldiers and what is the actions as well as our country. And Millie is such a incredible disappointment. Uh, he, he's 
he's a terrible uh, chief of staff, and and I'm so I don't know what we can do about this. We've got to get this leadership out that are looking for their jobs instead of leading soldiers, and that's where you have to make those decisions. You have to lead by example. Hey, Dennis, great, great points. And by the way, man, thank you for your service. So, uh, so Dennis from Madison, appreciate you being on the line with us. And he makes the point that, that leadership has to be by example. Totally agree with that. And he's, and he's extremely frustrated, as I am as a former Army officer myself, with watching this go down. And his sense of it is, is that too often senior leaders are, are looking for their next position and they're afraid of rocking the boat and disturbing their own retirement. And I get it. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, yesterday I called for General Milley and Secretary of Defense uh, Lloyd Austin to resign uh, over the way this has gone down. I, I'm going to run out of time, so I want to go to the phones again. I got John from Huntsville online, too. Copper, let's get John from Huntsville. Uh, Phil Williams here on Right Side. John, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm upset about what's going on in, uh, in uh, Afghanistan. Um, I, I just can't believe what's going on. And today, to add rub salt in the wound, uh, the Army Chief of Staff sent out a freaking uh, letter thanking us for our service, but uh, uh, nothing about uh, him doing anything to stop what's going on. And I responded back that I expect him to resign, and if he doesn't do it immediately, then he's nothing but a Nazi bootlicker. Well, do you think he got the message? I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just so upset about this. I've, I, I've lost so many friends and, and guys that were injured. It just, it, I, I never thought I'd be ashamed of, of the leadership, the Army leadership, but I am. I just. Well, John, uh, I'm going to tell you right now. What, I'm going to tell you right now, brother. Um, it was it was it was senior leadership and the ones who wear suits that lost this war, and there is nothing about your individual service or those that you fought and bled with, uh, who um, who have anything to be ashamed of. And as someone who's been on the ground there too, I'll just tell you right now, the troops did the job and the troops won the war, and the suits have lost the peace. That's what we're dealing with. And uh, and thank you for your service, my brother. You stay on the line. Hey, you, you stay you on, the, on the air with us. We, we, we love having you in the audience and, and appreciate who you are. Listen, that was John from Huntsville. And uh, I do have to take a break. So, Copper, if you will tell Greg and Kareem to please hang on the line, I want to come back to them as soon as we can and try to get them in before we close out the hour. So I got two guys on the line. If you want to call in, we might squeeze you in, but I've got Greg and Kareem waiting through the break. So 866-494-9866. How do you feel about Afghanistan? How do you feel about woke curriculum in the Huntsville City Schools? Listen, we got so much going on, I didn't even get to all the stuff that I had prepared for today's show. That's okay. We got more of a week. Today's what, only Tuesday? Good Lord. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right. We'll be right back. We're back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. Running low on time, so I'm going straight to the phones. Uh, Copper, I'm going to go ahead and take Kareem from Huntsville, but if you would, please let Greg know to hang on because I want to get him for the top of the hour. So, 
Kareem from Huntsville. This is Phil from Right Side. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing, Phil? Listen, my my only problem with this whole Afghanistan thing is that it seems as if the Afghan army just played us for twenty years. No matter who the president was, with for them to turn around and just hand their weapons over without a fight, showing me that they had one thing in common with the Taliban: they wanted us gone. Yeah, man, you're not entirely wrong. I will tell you this. I do believe that I heard some great commentary yesterday. General Jack Keane said that he truly believes that we pulled the rug out from under them because they lost their close air support capability and that what they did have available relied upon us for maintenance and parts. And then they also lost our intel and the fact that we could call in airstrikes for them with boots on yeah, the ground. And they just so, wanted us going. They just wanted I, us I, out of there. They wanted us going. Wanted I can't fully back. explain it, brother. I mean, it's 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 frustrating to watch, especially when we put what they say like ninety billion dollars into them. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 horrible. It, and it goes back to leadership. Dollars a month since the war started. That's a lot a of money. Uh, Kareem, thanks for holding on, man. Good comments, great call. I think there's probably more to the story than just they wanted to bail, but uh, but nonetheless, you would have expected more out of them than this. Now, I will say this, Kareem. Let me let me say this too, real quick. Uh, I did read yesterday, and it, I think it's a great point that more Afghan soldiers have died fighting the Taliban than we have Americans, like fifty-seven thousand uh, at last count. And they and they when we when they had our background and support, we were their backbone. They 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 won every major engagement over the last few years. But when we when we just pulled out and just left them abruptly, it sucked the morale right out of the troops, and I think that was a huge factor. All right, hey Kareem, thanks for the call, man. Uh, uh, you're not wrong, but uh, there's more to the story, I do believe. Greg from Madison. In the last couple of minutes, I've got Greg from Madison. Phil Williams here on Right Side Radio. What you got? How are you, today, sir? I'm good, sir. Thanks um, for hanging on. Well, you know, and I don't want to sound like a, compar- a conspiracy kook, but follow my thought process on this. Okay. Now, everybody's asking about where where Harris is right now, because they've got Biden up there on the stage taking all the arrows. I think this whole process is by design. I really believe. I mean, think about it. it you know, there's a lot of wily old SOBs in both parties, and there's no way the Democratic leadership took a look at Joe Biden and said, "Oh yeah, this this is our man for four years." I think they had in their hip pocket all along. They're going to invite. Biden to get the hell out of here in pretty quick fashion, and you know, there's a cabal of people who are really advising the president, just like every president, which is why all the experts said, "Mm, bad call, bad call, and he went the other way anyway. Somebody pushed him into that decision. Somebody with an agenda. Well, uh, Greg... You know, Democrats have proven they know how to play the long game. Not the short Greg, uh... Good call, man. We're up against that, that 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 time of the day. Hey, thanks for the call, Greg from Madison. And uh, so, to Greg's point, yeah, where is Kamala Harris? Maybe, in his words, it's uh, all part of the plan to uh, keep her looking shiny, so they can get rid of Joe, who got them in the office, and now they can put the true liberal in to follow up from there. I don't know. He may be right, uh, but but the fact is, it's very suspicious that our president is not showing himself right now and is in hiding at Camp David and that the vice president can be seen nowhere. All right, folks, I didn't even get to all my material today. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking about some things like why are the most liberal cities in the state the ones that are going down in population? We'll be back tomorrow right here. Hey!